everyone. How are you? I'm back. I'm back, boo. Oh my god, ill. <laughs> Does anyone else know what that is or am I going to just seem crazy? That Isn't that like Georgia from Love Island? Remember Georgia? Um, yeah, I'm back. How are we doing? I've missed you guys. I am so sorry that I've been away for a couple of weeks. If you keep in touch with the Instagram, you might have seen my little updates and me repeatedly saying, podcast will be up tomorrow. Podcast will be up tomorrow. And then no podcast getting up. I am sorry. I shouldn't have kept saying it was going to be up. I really thought it was. Um, but this episode, I tried to record it quite a few times and I just wasn't happy with it any time. And I don't want to put out something that I'm not happy with. And I don't want you guys to have to sit through something that is subpar. So perfectionist Anna strikes again but we're back it's taken a while it's been two weeks I have had possibly the two most up and down weeks of my life not even like in terms of my emotions just there's just been so much going on a mixture of great things and a mixture of not so great things and I won't go into all the not so great things in detail but and I don't want you guys to feel like I'm like justifying myself because I'm sure none of you guys would want me to justify myself I took a little break from recording and that's okay. But um, there was a lot going on in sort of personal family life. And there's a lot going on in terms of stuff with me too, just trying to, you know, make some changes. So I'll talk about that more when I have some more solid updates, um, if you guys would be interested to hear. But I hope you've had a fantastic two weeks. I've really missed talking to you guys. It feels so good to be sat down. I've got a little latte, um, little sachet latte. I have a literal coffee machine. And for some reason, I, I bought these like reduced um in the co-op starbucks vanilla latte sachets you know the ones you just add water to like the instant ones and i'm drinking it out of my favorite mug that one of my best friends got me it says you got this and it's yellow and it's from oliver bonus and i love it um so i'm drinking that i'm sat down on the floor having a great time recording the pod got a candle lit we're just gonna have a nice chat today we are going to look at the body image content today that i asked you guys about a while ago on my instagram so if you're not in the place where talking about body image and eating and food and mental health is a good place for you, then maybe just skip this episode or I'll tell you, I'll give you a little warning when I'm about to start talking about it and I'll maybe try and like zoom ahead and edit in a time where it's safe for you to listen again. But I won't be offended if you don't want to listen to this one because it is quite a heavy topic. Another reason why I really didn't want to post anything I wasn't happy with because it's such an important topic that I care so much about. So yeah, let's get into it, guys. I actually have one more question for you guys before we get started with the good stuff. How would you feel if I did an episode a week but I didn't necessarily release it on the same day every week? I like being a consistent queen personally I like listening to podcasts and knowing what day they come out because then it's like oh I can get excited for it but I'm going through a lot of life changes as I said and my schedule is changing so how would we feel about that maybe might take the pressure off me to do it on a really specific day and then feel like I'm letting you guys down might make it a bit exciting if you turn your notifications on on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you'll always know when it comes out hint hint wink wink please do so um and let me know if you do because it really helps out um yeah how would you guys feel about that Please message me on Instagram with your thoughts. Okay, so now let's get started with the body image episode. So I asked you guys over on Instagram, do you struggle with bad body image? So by bad body image, I mean, do you tend to look at your body and is there a negative emotion that immediately comes to rise? Everyone knows that feeling when you look in the mirror, or well, I say everyone, um, 
94% of you said you know how this feels and six no one said no and six percent of you said other so I'm just going to get to that in a second but I think from those statistics we can all kind of say we know how this feels and at least at some point in your life you've probably looked in the mirror and not liked something and I think that is so sad that that is normalized what I've been trying to teach myself within the past well it's been a journey for a long time but I feel like I've really been knuckling down on this in the past maybe like six months is trying to remind myself that a body my body is not me I'm my brain I live in this body my body takes me from A to B my body does things that I should be so grateful for every day I have my health you know I I can move my body it wakes up and gets me out of bed in the morning that is an absolute privilege and something not to be taken for granted for so why am I sitting there criticizing my cellulite why am I sitting there going, oh, I liked my body more when I was 16? I'm I'm a woman now, you know? It's not going to bounce back the same way it did when I was 16. And also bounce back from what? I am great. My body does so much good things. So much good things? So many good things for me. And I think when we shift our minds to sort of look at that and look at our body as what does it do for me rather than what does it look like, it can be a much more healthy way to approach things. Um, and obviously maybe if you don't have your health or your health isn't the way you want it to be that is so difficult and I'm sending all my love to you don't judge yourself for that either because that is something that is out of your control and I really hope it gets better and if you do have your health oh my gosh don't take that for granted I think that is an absolute privilege for sure for sure I think it's also really easy to want to punish your body and diet culture I could speak for hours on diet culture I'm not going to because I don't want to bore everyone but I do think it's a really important thing to talk about by diet culture I mean the fact that we live in a world where the front of magazines since I was a child have been covered with you know how to lose weight for summer how to get a bikini body how to look as good as this specific celebrity that we've plastered on the front with a makeup brushed on six-pack And say that celebrity actually does look like that. They do look the way that they look on the front of that cover or similar. Because we need to remember that these things we see in the media, they are airbrushed, they are photoshopped. It's someone's literal job to sit and edit that image and make it, in air quotes, perfect. But even if that celebrity does look like that, that's also part of their job. They will have a personal trainer. They will have time in their day dedicated to looking a certain way because their job supposedly needs them to look that way. It's like when Chris Hemsworth and all these celebrities that play um, superheroes in the Marvel films, they have a trainer and they eat like a bodybuilder and they do all this mad stuff. That is not attainable for the average human being and it should not be glamorized. Completely changing your body for a role is a grueling thing to go through and it's not necessarily good for you and it's not sustainable because these people look a certain way for a film and then they go back to more like healthy regular eating patterns and exercise habits and they don't look that way forever and it would be unhealthy to try and sustain that forever so please do not compare yourself to these doctored images that you see in films in the media on social media social media is bad for this as well because we've all got little computers in our pockets and there's editing apps for everything and I think I love a good like filter on a photo and things like that but there's this pressure for everyone's Instagram feeds to be like these influencers now and for it to be curated and that's great if you enjoy doing it but I think there's an issue when all we're seeing are edited 
versions of people's bodies and I saw this TikTok and it's actually mad you can like edit videos now like people I used to feel like I had quite a good eye for spotting edited images and then I saw this video and I was like oh yeah I just kind of took it in and later in the video it showed how she literally had like changed the shape of her waist and her bum in this video or using an app and she was moving in the video and she could still change the way her body looked so please 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 do not let that damage your own self-image because it's probably not real anyway and you do not need to look like anyone else you are perfect just the way you are so the next thing i asked on instagram is what do you think negatively impacts your own self-image and body image the most and a lot of these answers really broke my heart guys so um yeah this could get a bit heavy just you know we're going to try and keep it as light-hearted as possible when we're talking about a serious topic but just a warning um someone here said comparing myself to old pictures of my own body now i don't know if you want my advice on this but it's my podcast so i guess i'm going to give you my advice um unsolicited advice could be really annoying though can't it so if you don't want to hear this cover your ears <laughs> but um my advice would be delete the pictures or put them on a hard drive put them in like a folder a locked folder where you can't see them on a laptop not on your camera roll where you can access them easily because I get that you might want them one day but are you doing anything positive right now by looking at them regularly and comparing yourself absolutely not and if you take away the image it kind of takes away that power it has over you I think it's so normal to look back at pictures I do it and I look back and I think oh my god I thought I was huge then and I'd give anything to look like that now and doesn't that just show that the picture and the way you looked in that picture was never the issue it was always your mindset because I guarantee you in five years I'll look different to how I do now and I'll look back and go oh I'd do anything to look like that again now and I'm not happy now with my body I'm working on it but my body image hasn't been great in the past few months I've gone from dancing every day at drama school to working you know slightly more sedentary jobs or you know things just change I'm happier so I eat better because I'm actually nourishing my body but in my head I'm like oh no I prefer the way I looked when I was miserable and didn't eat like what I was so unhappy that I had no appetite and yet all I'm thinking about is the way my body looked and how I preferred that and at the time, I don't think I even did prefer it. I just prefer it now when I look back. It's it's a toxic cycle. And I would highly recommend speaking to some friends that you trust about it. Because I guarantee you, you're not the only person who felt that way. I mean, I can relate. I just completely outed myself for my deepest, darkest um, body image issues on the pod. So you know you're not alone because I have done the exact same thing. And I'm really sorry you're going through that. DMs are always open. Trying on clothes and they're not looking how they should. Let's attack this statement. What do you mean how they should? There is no should, but I get it because I do this too and I swear to God, who designs the lighting in shopping dressing rooms? Who does that? The Urban Outfitters dressing rooms, they honestly make me question my life. I tend to online shop now at least because then I can try them on in my own home and not have a breakdown. Um, That is really hard and I think should, I'm guessing your should is comparing how they looked in the picture on the model or things like that there is no should clothes are meant to fit us we are not meant to fit clothes so if it doesn't fit the way it should if it isn't making you feel good that clothing isn't for you send it back find a different one try a different size women's sizing is also so inconsistent so please do not panic if you try on a six and it fits in one store and then you're like oh I'm a six and then the next couple weeks later you try on a size eight and it fits perfectly you're like oh no I know people that have been literal fit models and different brands use different fit models for different fits. 
okay that was a sentence and a half a fit model is someone who they go like okay so you're a new look size eight let's say and they will use your measurements to make all the size eights everyone's shape is so different so how is one person's measurements meant to fit a whole brand of size aka an eight it's madness i wish that they did things with measurements the way that men's clothes are more i think that would cause so many less issues i think you look great in whatever clothes you put on babe but i honestly think there is no should with that get rid of the word should i feel pants if i haven't moved recently moved being gym or a good walk or that kind of vibe 100 percent. i think moving your body is not just for the physical um benefits i guess you could say that a lot of people would do it for i started training with a personal trainer um back when i could afford it over a year ago and she's actually one of my really good friends now and i've said i'd love to have her on the podcast and i think she'd be really good to talk about this sort of thing so if you're listening i you know i want you on the pod but come on the pod girl um she's lovely we're we're good friends now and i was really specific with the reason i went to her because she has a load of experience dealing with people with body image issues and she has some training in sort of the eating disorder world which i do not have an eating disorder as far as I'm aware, and I've never been like formally diagnosed with one, but I think anyone who went to drama school can agree that everyone's mindset with food was perhaps not the healthiest. And I said to her from the very beginning, I want to do this to feel good, to move my body, not for aesthetic goals. And it was the best thing I ever did because I just would meet up with her once a week, once every two weeks, and we'd chat and we'd gym. And it was just, it was so good because I wasn't going, I want to do this to look this certain way. And we weren't focusing on making progress it was just learning about how to lift and learning new skills and the endorphin pump I would feel afterwards was absolutely fantastic she also taught me that I need to eat before I work out because I remember one of the workouts I literally almost passed out (laughs) and she was like did you eat breakfast I was like I had coffee she was like coffee's not a meal you need to eat something especially don't have coffee on an empty stomach before working out so that was a really cool thing I learned about how to fuel my body properly before I move it so there's a good tip for you all that think coffee is breakfast i mean i'm so guilty of that i forget to eat breakfast all the time and just drink coffee but i'm trying to not um, especially if i'm going to the gym and following on from that someone here said drama school yep i do think um i wrote my dissertation on how the performance industry can negatively impact um body image and fuel eating disorders and i really think it's not fantastic and i think there should be a lot more work being done moving forward to prevent and look after young performers who are in training and not just young performers but specifically young people that are you know moving out of home for the first time learning how to nourish their bodies anyway and feed themselves and look after themselves and doing really rigorous training and staring at yourself in a mirror all day in like a black ballet leotard and shorts it's a minefield I think you are absolutely not alone in that. And I think the best thing to do is talk to your friends and challenge the language that you use in drama school. If someone's going, oh, um, I'm not going to eat this today because da, 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 check on them. Go like, are you okay? You should eat this. You should fuel your body. You are dancing all day if you're at a musical theatre drama school, most likely. You need to eat. It's so important. I don't think I ate breakfast the entire three years I was at drama school I think I probably had it once or twice and it was a terrible terrible choice and it was just habit mainly because I wanted to roll out of bed as close to warm-up time as possible but I now with hindsight think that I would have had a much better experience and been so much more awake for my first few lessons if I'd got up a bit earlier like I do now and you know fuel my body have a coffee have whatever take a breakfast bar in your bag to like snack on on the walk it's so important to eat Uh, especially if you're doing such high-intensity exercise like you will be at drama school. 
Also, another thing I'd like to say about that is who says the scale is accurate anyway? There are so many factors that can make that number fluctuate. Have you been to the toilet that morning? Have you drunk a load of water? Did you go out on the night out before? Is the scale, like, new? Maybe it's really old and inaccurate. So there's no point torturing yourself over a number that some little machine tells you is accurate when you don't even know that it is. So, yeah, you're worth more than that, I promise. And I'm really proud of you if you do choose to maybe take a step away from the scales. I might seem really preachy. You don't have to follow my advice, but I'm just telling you what's worked for me. So, yeah. Moving on. Social media. I've got quite a few here about social media. Who are these people and why don't you see them in real life? Exactly. Nobody looks the same way as they do on Instagram. I'm guilty of that. Do you think anyone is posting anything other than their highlights reel? Absolutely not. Um, they're probably taking like 50 pictures and picking the best one. You know, we've got we've to remember that. Someone else said Insta is an absolute death trap. Oh my God. Someone else said Instagram. Yeah. And I think that tells us a lot. I think I'm very guilty of sort of subconsciously storing information that I see online without even thinking about it. I think I've said that before. I don't think I do that so much with bodies, but I think it's just natural that when you see someone and you think they look good, you kind of automatically compare what they have that you don't or vice versa. You know, like, oh, like I've got bigger hips and I wish I had small hips like hers. It's not even an active thing that you say. All those words might not pop through your head, but it can just be like a split second of thinking that and that can be really damaging. So I challenge you this week, if you talk negatively to yourself and your body, the moment you catch yourself doing it in your head, say the complete opposite. So for example, if you catch yourself saying like, oh, my skin looks really dry today. It's like, nope, my skin is beautiful. It's glowing. If you catch yourself thinking, oh, my hair looks really dull today. No, my hair is luxurious and shiny. If you're feeling like, oh, I don't like the way my body looks today. My body is gorgeous. My body does so much for me. I'm so grateful for my body. Just try saying it. I'm working on this myself because I really think that the mindset shift can make a massive difference do some journaling write down some love letters to your body i don't care if i seem cheesy we're taking it to this cheesy place in 2023 okay we are manifesting and we are enjoying ourselves and we are taking the time for ourselves to be positive because we deserve it you deserve it guys i'm gonna keep this episode short and sweet because i feel like there's no point rambling on at you this is a really important topic so i want it to be to the point Let's finish off the episode this week with some of your scaries and a weekly win and a weekly fail. So my weekly win this week is that I did something that really scared me and it paid off and I will hopefully be able to tell you more about this in the coming weeks. So yeah, um, I'm really proud of myself for taking a risk because I... If you know me, I can be quite indecisive and scared and worry that the choice I'm making isn't the right one for me and want everyone else's opinion before I decide. And I'm just trusting my gut on this one. And yeah, and it's made me happy. So that's great. And my weekly fail this week is, well, for the past few weeks, is that I haven't had a podcast out. Poor form, Anna, poor form. Um, I had some of you guys tell me that you had a job interview and it went really well. Whoop, we love that. And just before, actually, you'd written to me saying, I've got a job interview later and I'm really nervous. So it shows that you didn't need to be nervous. You smashed it. Nerves just mean that you care. So that's okay. Um, and let's find a scary. Where did that scary go? I had a really funny one. It made me laugh. Um, someone said here, taking their car to get its MOT all by themselves without their dad. Hilarious. I love it. Um, I think I'm also one of those girls that will ask my dad any questions about my car. 
<laughs> I can do the stuff myself pretty much, but I always, that's one thing I will like to check with him first. Um, especially stuff like an MOT, that feels serious. But well done on doing it. I'm proud of you. All right, guys, have a fantastic week. Keep an eye out on the Instagram this week for some new polls, finally. And I will see you next week. I really hope you've enjoyed the episode. Remember, you are beautiful just the way you are. You are gorgeous. You are deserving. Diamonds, oh,